Did you know that you can live a life that's even better than the highest rank your company has to offer? My name is Emily Gibson. I'm a master network marketer and a certified life coach. There is more beyond the rank. And if you're willing to go with me, I can show you how. Let's go. Hey there, everybody. Happy Tuesday. It dumped snow on us last week in Utah, and we have just been enjoying it nonstop. We went up to our cabin over the weekend and used our snowmobile for the first time. It was such, such a great weekend. I hope you took some time to enjoy whatever you are creating for yourself. It can be difficult sometimes to take your foot off the gas on the weekends, especially on Sundays when you have big goals. But one thing that I've found is that the more time that I take for myself to recharge, the more successful I am overall. So you're always going to hear me advocate for that because I can't believe what it has done for my business when I started creating this practice for myself in my life. Now, what this looks like for me is I still might answer messages on a Saturday, but I try to not be tethered to my phone or my work on a Saturday. And then on Saturday nights, I put my phone in airplane mode and then I don't turn it back on until Monday morning. I realize that many of you just broke into a cold sweat <laughs> listening to me say that. And I definitely understand because it is uncomfortable for me every single week. But I love what it's done for my family. I love what it's done for me. And I really look forward to that every single every single Sunday. It's just such a recharge for me. So on Sundays, a lot of times what Sean and I will do is we'll put the kids to bed and then we will watch something together on TV. And what we watched this last weekend was a documentary on climbing all of the peaks, the highest peaks. There were 14 peaks in the world that are taller than 8,000 meters. And it was called Project Possible. And it was a Nepalese man and his team of climbers. And we love watching these extreme climbing shows. I don't know if you've ever watched Free Solo or any of the other climber shows, these alpinists. And I had never heard of this particular one, but it caught our attention. And so we decided to watch it. And again, it's called Project Possible. And I loved how he named it. And he said, the reason why he named it Project Possible is that everyone said it was impossible to do what he was going to do. And that was that he was going to climb the 14 peaks in the world that are all above 8,000 meters. And he was going to do it in seven months. And everyone said, that's impossible. So he named it Project Possible. The leader's name, that his nickname was Nims. And the other mountaineer expert that was interviewed, there were many on the show throughout the hour and a half or so program that it was, said that he had tried to do it a number of times before and he could never do it. And the reason why Nims was able to do it is because he believed it was possible. So of course, 
my <laughs> life coaching brain just immediately leaned into this show, right? And I, I, I was so fascinated by the things that this man who, number one, set out the challenge to climb all 14 peaks over 8,000 meters in the world, but then also crafted a team of people that he wanted to do it with. And the thing that I heard him say over and over and over again throughout the entire project, despite all of the challenges that he was faced with, and I'll talk about those in a little bit, but I heard him say over and over again, this is an adventure. This is going to be fun. And they kept encountering weather and something about climbing these peaks in most of them in ice picks, climbings and winter and wind and craziness is there's a weather window that you have to typically plan around to go up. So you say, we're going to do this on this week when the weather opens up for it. And so they'll go up in a weather window, but the weather can change on an instant. And so they would be up at the summit or, uh, or at the little base camp and they would be going to the summit and they would get stuck in their tent in the middle of a snowstorm. And he would look at them and say, you know, if you feel like you're going to die, you can go back. I'm going to go ahead. No pressure. You know, there was never any pressure that they had to do it or anything like that. It all came from this internal adventurous energy, right? And um, they would come along hurt climbers. In fact, one of the one of the peaks that they, I think it was the first one that they did, they went up and on the way down, they encountered a hurt climber who was going to die. And they had to give them their oxygen and they had to go without oxygen for 11 hours. And they said that this was extremely dangerous because if you've been on oxygen at these high altitudes and then you have to go without your body hasn't acclimated to it. So it makes it worse than if you had never had it before. And so he didn't want to leave a man to die on the mountain, even though he wasn't part of his team. And so they had to climb and go all the way back up. They had to be helicoptered up. They rescued the man. So it was like they had to climb it twice and it was extremely exhausting. And they talked about how mentally draining it was and physically draining, but they, he has this, you know, part of his core values is he doesn't ever want to leave anyone on the mountain, even if they're not part of his team. And interesting, I didn't even know this, but if you're curious, <laughs> I know it's a little bit morbid, but my husband told me after we watched the show, he said, yeah, there's like thousands of dead bodies on Everest because so many people try to climb it every year and they die and the bodies don't decay because they're frozen in the snow and the ice. And sure enough, if you Google it and click on images, you're going to see all of these super morbid images. Again, if this isn't something you want to do, it's definitely not required to get anything out of this podcast to go do that. But if you're interested in it, I actually found it a little bit fascinating. And uh, I read about a, an effort that that people had made to bring these bodies down and they've they've recovered hundreds and hundreds of bodies now. Uh, and it's, it's not a, it's not an easy process to go and, and get these bodies off the mountains. So, um, I felt like it was really admirable that this man Nims, who was the leader of project possible, it was so important to him to not leave people on the mountain, whether they were dead or alive, that he would risk his own life to bring them off. I thought that was just very endearing. And so, 
they kept encountering all of these weather issues and they came across these hurt climbers and it was like they were doing things twice. And uh, he set records with Everest and two other peaks nearby, climbing all three of them in 48 hours. And no one believed that he could do it except for him and his team. And he said that he always says to himself, I'm not going to die today, maybe tomorrow, but not today. And what he is doing is he's tapping into the power of his thoughts. And this is something that is so powerful. It's where you take all of your power back. It's where you are able to reach your true potential as a human. And it's so fascinating to me to see that that's all he is doing here. He decided to believe these things about himself. He decided, even though everybody else told him he couldn't, he decided he was going to believe this and he was going to do it. And it is what made him be able to do it. So uh, on the next mountain that he climbed on the descent down, he actually fell 100 meters and almost died. And he said it shook his confidence. And he said that sometimes as a leader, you have doubts and you have to hide your weakness from your team. And I 100% agree with this. And it's something that you walk a fine line with because as a leader in the network marketing industry and the leader of my team of you know tens of thousands of people, there's this, give and take that you have to live live in to be an effective leader where you want to be authentic, but you also have to sometimes conceal some of your weaknesses. You can't let them know where your fears are all of the time because if you're afraid and they think that it's not possible, then they're not going to be all in with you. And then you're not going to untap the potential that lies within them. And so I thought it was really interesting how he talked about after he fell that hundred meters and almost died, it shook his confidence and he had to, you know, hide that weakness from his team. And it really is like, there's just this fine line of authenticity and hiding your weaknesses. Sometimes you'll get it right. And other times you won't. But one of the things that he said is in life, you have to keep doing what you believe and ask yourself, do you really want this for your heart? Is it for the self-glory or is it for something bigger? Meaning, is it for your ego or is it for something bigger? Sometimes the idea you come up with may seem impossible to the rest of the world, but that doesn't mean that it's impossible to you. And if you can inspire one or two people in a good way, then you can inspire the world. And he said he just kept that core belief with him after he fell that 100 meters and almost died. And they ended up going back and climbing the mountain and completing it and doing everything. His team ultimately climbed 14 peaks in six months and six days. His original goal was seven months. Again, everyone in the Alpinist which is like all the professional alpine climbers community told him it was impossible. He could have named it project impossible, but you and I both know the power of our thoughts and how that would have not been the best, right? It was so genius, absolutely brilliant that he named it project possible because whatever we think ends up in our results. And if we think this project is impossible and I'm going to go and I'm going to use willpower and I'm going to do it. 
you're not going to. If willpower worked, I'd be all in, but it doesn't because willpower gives out. What we need is belief. We need the belief to be there. We need project possible. He broke six mountaineering world records in six months and six days by climbing by climbing all 14 peaks that are over 8,000 meters. And when you watch this show, you will be totally blown away at the mountaineering that they had to do to do this. There, I mean, I literally made Sean Google it in the middle of the show. I just need you to tell me if he makes it or not. We had to do the same thing when we watched Free Solo. I said, just look it up. I just need to know if he died or if he lived. I have to know. And then in the middle of all of this, he had so many other challenges. Like the Chinese government wasn't going to let him into the country to climb the last peak because they were shutting it down for the season. And then his mom had some health issues that he had to fly to Kathmandu for. And that threatened the, the integrity of the trip and the time periods and the weather windows and all these things. But the thing that kept him going and made him successful all along was his good leadership. Good leadership is required for success. And you might be someone that's sitting here thinking, well, I'm not a good leader. I don't know how to become a good leader. And you're wrong. You are absolutely wrong. That is just a story that you have about yourself. In fact, I had that same story about myself. I remember the very first time I bought my products in my network marketing company. I remember watching my upline hit the first rank in the company. And I remember thinking, gosh, it's too bad that I don't have her professional training in the health industry. It's too bad that I'll never be a a good leader. It's too bad that no one will ever listen to me. It's too bad that people don't like me as a leader. These are the thoughts I had about myself back then. And had I listened to that belief about myself, I would not be where I am today. I've fought with blood, sweat, and tears to become the leader I am today. And it's something that I will never arrive at. I'm constantly working at myself as a leader and through failure, right? We have to fail to become better. We have to make mistakes to become better. And so many of us are afraid of making a mistake along that path, but the mistake is the way to becoming that stronger leader, that that leader with more wisdom, Good leadership is required for success. Anyone can learn good leadership. Get better. Fail bigger. I promise you, even if everyone around you thinks that you're going to fail, if there is something in you, inside of you, in your heart, something bigger than just self-glory and a rank-up board and a, a crystal award on stage at convention, If there's something deeper inside of you, that's going to be the thing that's going to carry you through. That's going to be the thing that's going to transform you. And that version of yourself on the other side of that peak, if you will, is a version of yourself that you are going to fall madly in love with because it's where all of your untapped potential lies. It's who you were really made to be. 
And by you listening to the stories about yourself, like you're not a good leader or it's impossible or I could never do that. Or maybe I should listen to all these people that tell me this is these things never work out and no one ever makes it to the top of any network marketing company. All of those things, just because someone says it doesn't make it true. Just because someone believes it doesn't make it true. What you believe makes it true. What you say makes it true. I'm going to leave you again with this quote that Nims said. In life, you have to keep doing what you believe and ask yourself, do you really want this for your heart? Is it for the self-glory or is it for something bigger? Sometimes the idea that you come up with may seem impossible to the rest of the world, but that doesn't mean it's impossible to you. And if you can inspire one or two people in a good way, then you can inspire the world. I hope you will go inspire the world because it needs you. Have a great week. Bye. Who is your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual program called Beyond the Rank that I want to invite you to join me in. We can address challenges, we can work on goals, and we can do it in so many different ways. We have group coaching, individual private coaching, and hundreds of hours of online courses and content that I'm creating just for you. When you're ready to take what you're learning on the podcast to the 10X level, then come check out Beyond the Rank at emilygibsoncoaching.com.